You're listening to Unraveling Rachel. This podcast is all about this journey that we call life and how we can live it more authentically so that it sucks less and feels better. Sounds good, huh? Hello there, my friends. It is a Thursday, so I'm recording a podcast episode because that is what I committed to doing every Thursday in 2020. And I have a lot of resistance to it today. I I woke up late. I wasn't feeling great yesterday. I, I woke up late today and just did not feel like getting out of bed. And I made myself do it anyway. I, I just took action and got up and got things moving um, because that's something that has that I've struggled with as I've spoke about is the overwhelm and not just like not doing anything because I didn't know what to do or because I didn't feel good. So I just got things moving today and it's been a little bit of just kind of like trudging through mud or quicksand with the day. And I I did my simple abundance reading this morning. And it felt good to keep that commitment to myself. I've really enjoyed doing that on Instagram. It's been really, I, I feel like dovetailing really well, the things that I'm reading in the book are dovetailing really well with the things that I've set forth um, as part of what I want in 2020 with commitment. Basically, um, you know, order is is a big part of commitment and structure and discipline. And that was what the reading was about today. And earlier readings have been about gratitude and simplicity and really just looking at the things that we have. Um, Today's was also about, to me, what compassion is about. And if you haven't watched on Instagram, um, I highly suggest that you go back and look at it. It's like five minutes. So five minutes out of your day is like nothing and it can be really insightful. Uh, I'm not going to read it or just um, go too in depth with it here. But um, in it, she talked about shakers and um, how early shakers were, they started their day with a prayer to like ask for the guidance to recognize God in their daily tasks. Now, I'm not a religious person. I've had a lot of issue with religion in my life, um, but I've, I've really, in the last few years, come to see religion as just um, everybody's got their own way of looking at things, and it might not be mine, but I think at the core, we're all saying the same thing. Um, you know, it's just people get attached to their way and want their way to be the right way. So um, anyway, this isn't about religion. Um, The Shakers started their day with a prayer to allow, ask them to recognize God in everything that they do. 
And that is something that for me, the compassion component of what I want for 2020 is about. It's about recognize like how sacred everything in this existence is and what a miracle it is that I'm here in this existence, that the things that I have are here in existence, that they were created by people for utility or pleasure or just because nature. I mean, like I'm looking at flowers on my desk right now and how incredible. I've got these beautiful full, I guess they're daisies and they're like pinks and green and white and green and they're tall and they're strong and they're just gorgeous, gorgeous. And the fern that I have next to them, it's growing in its cute little pot. Uh, I got it from Trader Joe's and it's happy here in my room and it's, you know, perched on things that are serving a function and holding things that I'm lucky to have. Just really beautiful, amazing. So yeah, um, trying to appreciate the little things in life and it helps. It, it feels good. Even just talking about that and taking the time, not just to recognize it in my head, but to actually vocalize it. Vocalizing it makes a difference. Similarly, I think to writing things down, it makes makes something more tangible in some way. It brings a, an energy to it that doesn't exist if it's just acknowledged in my head. So it's very powerful. That's why journaling's powerful. That's why um, speaking words is powerful, even if I'm just sitting here and speaking it into a microphone. And I feel like I'm just kind of like blabbing on today. Um, I even, uh, this is scatterbrained is how I felt. And I recognize that in sitting down to record this. So before I actually hit record, I took myself away from my desk and I decided to meditate. And in my meditation, I was doing a guided meditation through Sam Harris's awakening app or waking up app, which I love. Um, I just noticed how scatterbrained I am and how obsessive about what I'm going to do next um, my mind is right now, how obsessive it is and on what's going to happen and the outcome and being there and just sitting and witnessing my thoughts and seeing them kind of run off down this future path. I noticed just how not in the present moment I was and how difficult I was finding it to focus So sitting down to do this, I'm giving myself some grace. I'm proud of myself for sitting here and talking to you. I am seeing how far I've come in my process because I would have in the past just been like, oh, well, it's not the right time. I don't really have anything prepared. What if it's not good enough? I guess maybe it's just not meant to be and I'll record later and just went off and and did something else. But I'm doing it and I'm recognizing where I'm at and 
sharing it here with you. The whole point of this podcast is really sharing the unraveling process, sharing how sometimes it's going really great and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it feels like it's all falling apart. And I've had a lot of these ups and downs in the last week, times when I feel like I am just so laser focused and present and passionate and doing exactly what I'm meant to be doing so much so that I'm not even thinking about what I'm doing. And then these moments of like, ah, freak out, like, holy shit, like, I've done nothing. I've learned nothing. I am like, you know, back at square one, everything's falling apart. What am I doing with my life? And I had one of those some of those moments are more um, intense than others, and some are, are just like little bumps in the road. But I had kind of a big one last week, and luckily it was on a day that I had a um, call with my coach, and she really helped me see how I'm not a failure, how there's a voice that gets in our heads that is... and. I say our heads because I know it's not just mine. Like I talked to my coach about it. I've talked to friends about it. This is a human thing that like we get in our heads and think when something hard happens or when we're not feeling the best that like this is the worst ever. But she helped me gain some perspective by reflecting to me what she sees about how I've changed and how far I've come and how I am doing the things that I want to do. And she helped me zoom out and get some perspective. I like this analogy that she used of climbing a mountain. It's not the first time I've heard it, but it was something that I wasn't remembering um, in the moments when I was having this freak out. But a goal or a life or like anything that we do, it's like climbing a mountain and there's switchbacks and there's rocks along the way and it's a slow process, but like we get there. And then sometimes we trip and we fall and the falling is fast. It's fast and it's abrupt and it it jolts us into this like, oh my gosh, what is happening kind of place. And then suddenly we're like, holy moly, like I've fallen so far and how did this happen? And I've gotten nowhere. And we tend to forget that like we've been hiking for years up this mountain and really we just like fell a little, but we've been up that path before and we remember how it goes and we can now like crawl back up or run back up to that place however we want to think of it, we can find our way back more easily than before because we've done it. And sometimes I think that um, falling is not such a bad thing because it does ask for a pause and a reassessment and a appreciation for just how far we've come on that hike towards whatever it is on that life path. So my coach really helped me see that and it was valuable and a coach can do it. A trusted friend can help do that. A therapist, someone who, who you trust and has been with you along the way 
um, having a person like that in life is really valuable. If you don't have that person, um, I, I hope that you give yourself the opportunity uh, to find someone like that that can help you along the way. It's really, really invaluable. Um, I feel very fortunate to have several people in my life now who are able to do that for me. And I go to them all at different different times for different things. And we flow in and out of each other's lives and are there to support each other. And it's just really beautiful. It's not something that I had for a long time. And it is something that I had to choose to um, open up to and trust that was available to me and trust that, um, and open up to being that kind of person myself, which is a story for another time. Something else that I found valuable from that talk with my coach, something that she reminded me of is to be aware of the words always and never. And if always and never are coming up in the self-talk in my head, then something is probably off. You know, oh, I always do this. Oh, I'm always running late or oh, I never have time for this or I never get it right. That's all just bullshit lies. Um, Always and never are not true. Uh, Nothing is always I mean, well, the sun always sets and and rises and stuff like that, I guess you could say. But in our human life, always and never, you can't trust them. What else is happening um, for this week? Like I said, a lot of ups and downs and something that came through for me is that I need and want to integrate more movement into my life that keeping the body moving is so important and it's not something that I have been tending to as consistently and regularly as would benefit me for the last month or so. So I did something about that. I got out and set up my slack line and walked that took my hula hoop to the park and hooped a little bit. And it was such a big, big um, shift in my day to get my feet in the grass and to stand tall on the slack line and balance and get into a meditative movement sort of state. I think meditating is important, like sitting and being with just our thoughts and witnessing them in the mind. And then so is meditative movement. It's a little different because it's more, it's an embodied thing, a little bit more than just sitting. Like it's more, you have to be embodied. You can focus on, on your body when sitting and meditating and focus on the sensations. But like with the slack line, I have to be tuned in to my body and really feeling where my breath is and where my feet are in space and how my arms are moving and if my core is engaged and where my energy is moving because if if I'm not tuned into that, then I fall. And 
that keeps me more present and helps calm the thoughts in my head. I probably this morning getting out and walking the slack line would have been a brilliant idea, but the sun wasn't out. And honestly, I am really not digging being cold right now. So I am sitting super close to my heater in my room and um, trying to stay warm. I'm even recording in a different place because I found myself not wanting to go into my closet. So I'm recording at my desk, um, which is why I could see my flowers and my fern. I'm hoping that the street noise doesn't get picked up. And yeah, it's just a new, a new experience doing things a little bit differently today, sitting down and recording, even though I really was not feeling it, sitting in a new place. Um, just this is this episode is really just me talking even. I don't know. I feel like if you're listening this far, thank you for making it through. Um, so yeah, I think that there's really not much else I, I have to say right now in the moment. A lot of ups and downs this week. Um, so many ideas have come to me and I've been capturing them and writing them down um, and kind of like noodling on them, you know, seeing if they're really valuable. And now um, it's a time of needing to discern, like, what am I going to do with those ideas? Some are going to have to wait. Some maybe will get put into action. Um, Not everything can happen right now. And I think that's an important thing for me to remember when I start feeling so overwhelmed. Uh, is to just appreciate that I'm lucky to be overwhelmed with ideas, to be, to have this creative stuff flowing through. I am lucky to have options in the things that I do every day. I'm fortunate to know that slacklining helps me and that I can get out and do it. I'm fortunate to have experience meditating and take the time to sit down and meditate when I feel that I need it. I am fortunate to have a job to go to that sometimes I feel like takes me away from my healing and from the things that I want to do. But I have health insurance and I have a lot of people there that I appreciate so much. I am fortunate to have all of these things. So that's a, a bit of a zoom out for me um, instead of getting stuck in the muck. Something else that helped me or I, I guess gave me some perspective is when I was at the park the other day, I noticed now this is a park that I've been going to in San Diego ever since I started slacklining and there have always been homeless people around, um, but there were a lot more than there used to be. And I didn't notice when I set up, but there was a blanket set up under a tree not too far from the trees I had my line in between. And I'd been walking the line and and hanging out there for about a half an hour when a woman came over with a pizza box and was singing and talking to herself. And then she scarfed down the pizza kind of loudly. And then 
um, was laying down and kind of writhing around. And then suddenly she was throwing up a lot. And then she was kind of like screaming, mumbling and stripping off her clothes and getting sick again and like crawling on the grass. And it was really an intense thing to be around. She wasn't, she wasn't acknowledging me at all. It wasn't threatening. It was just upsetting to be around not in a like, ew, ew, what is she doing? I, I, I felt for her. I had no idea, you know, I have no idea what was going on in her world or why she was there. Um, and it was a reminder that I'm really, really lucky for the things that I have in life. And I would like to do something to alleviate things like that. I'm not sure what, um, open to volunteer ideas and opportunities. I'm not sure what's available here in San Diego. I have friends that do a lot of homeless outreach in LA, but um, nobody here. So something I'm going to look into, I am grateful for everything that I have. And I'm reminded that any of us could not be far from that. You know, I'm fortunate that when health stuff went wrong in my life, I had family and friends to support me and help me through things because what if I didn't have anybody? What if I didn't have health insurance? What if I didn't have the friends and the family that I have? I, I wouldn't be where I am today. So let's see any takeaways from this. Um, sometimes just doing the things that we don't want to do or that don't feel right are, just the things that we need to do to feel better. Like I feel good knowing that I sat down and I did this. Um, It also helps to have people when we're feeling stuck to reflect back to us um, what they see and how far we've come and maybe what's really going on. Um, Being aware of that always and never talk, can't trust it and Going into nature when overwhelm hits, finding somebody to hug, that was a big thing this week. Um, I realized I hadn't been touched in a while and being touched is so important for our human survival. I didn't get a lot of touch growing up and that has reflected in my relationships and how comfortable I am with touch in my adult life, but I definitely noticed that I need it. I'm going to be going to get some touch today via acupuncture and a little bit of massage. Really looking forward to that. I know that that really helps me shift my energy. And if the sun would come out, I'm going to go get my feet in the grass again, but I really just don't want to be cold. Um, I have a sauna session at a place here in San Diego from a package that I bought a while back and maybe I'll do that infrared sauna. That's another good way I think to get energy moving in the body when having trouble doing it myself. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm feeling low energy, having trouble doing it myself. I took myself to a hoop class last night 
I I hooped at the park the other day and I thought, oh, I remember how much I like this. And it was nice to get out and move. And now I've got some of that kind of memory of hooping in my body and that that would be nice too. So all kinds of things that I might do later today to help move this funk. But uh, what I'm going to be doing is doing things, not just sitting and getting stuck. All right. Thanks for sticking around here with me today. I hope that your energy flow is going more smoothly. Um, I hope that you're joining me over on Instagram for this, um, the Simple Abundance readings. They're really, really nice. And they're all there um, recorded in a series for you on IGTV to go back and listen to if you like. Uh, this book was written by a woman based on her own experience in what I would call unraveling back in like 1995, but it's still so applicable. Some of the the stuff in the readings feels a little outdated. It's definitely more of a like Christian focus, but it's so, so valuable. And um, I actually think I'm going to go back and listen to myself reading some of those and let myself be inspired um, because... I often feel better um, in the mornings after I read those. Okay, that's all for now. Go go follow me on Instagram. Join me there. I'm sharing more, sharing this series. I'm also going to be doing a women's circle here in San Diego if you're local for women seeking wellness. I'm uh, partnering up with my friend Valerie who has a... She thinks she has chronic appendicitis. She had a similar health kind of um, upset uh, in the last couple of years where she lost weight and suddenly was having these pains and doctors say that she's just fine. Very similar to what happened to me. Um, So we decided we would get together and start a support group for women in San Diego who are living with some kind of invisible illness, some kind of autoimmune disease, maybe um, they're like me and they're months out from a, a surgery and they're doing really well, you know, from the outside, but they're still struggling with things internally, emotionally, or they're where Valerie is now and seeking answers, you know, where I was a couple of years ago. And we can just get together and share what we know and support each other along this path. It's a a safe space to talk about weird things in the body and the weird emotions that come up with it. So that first circle is going to be happening on Thursday, the 23rd. And I really look forward to pairing up with her and helping some local women to um, find their way through and unravel these mysterious health things that tend to come to us at some point in life. Okay, that's all for now. Lots of love to you. And I will definitely talk to you here next Thursday. All right, take care, my friends. 
Oh yeah, how did I forget? I'm also attending a workshop at Ginseng Yoga in San Diego, January 31st, February 1st, and February 2nd on polyvagal theory, which is all about how our nervous system works to protect us and to um, protect us during times of trauma and then how that learning gets locked in our nervous system and then keeps coming up in our adult lives and or in our in our lives past the initial trauma and maybe not serving us and how that uh how we can shift and heal through our bodies and use our bodies to shift the nervous system. So I'm really excited about that because as you can clearly see, I'm not well versed enough on it to teach it, to fully understand it, but that's why I'm going so that I understand more and will eventually share with you. But if you're interested, you're in San Diego, I would love it if you join me. Um, You can find um, Jennifer Seymour on Instagram at tending to the whole self. You can also find the workshop on Ginseng's website And I would love to see you there and have you join me in some unraveling through um, learning about the polyvagal theory and somatic movement. Okay, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.